and welcome to Super Boothers. I am level four vegan Ryan Salinas. And I'm level 10 meat eater Ismail. Do you know what today is? It's, I don't know. Today is our 150th episode. Wow. Someone's doing some math over there. I've done absolutely no math. Uh, Funny thing is, whenever I was playing around, so I bought this new thing. It's called a Stream Deck. I got the Stream Deck XL, if anyone wants to know. Um, It's this thing where you push a whole bunch of buttons on it. And what I did was I programmed it for like a little like Super Boothers thing. So I have the little thing that runs the audio through. I have the thing that we record on. I have a little magical... Ooh. Little little sound deck. It's so much fun. And then I also have a button that I press that automatically goes to where we upload uh, the podcast to. And on there, I was like trying to figure out like how long have we been doing this? And uh, do you want to go over? Do you want to go over some facts for a minute? Let's do it. I, I just got to say, um, upgrading to that kind of equipment only means one thing. Someone's doing really good with business lately. That's all I'll say. We're hmm. back, baby. Photo booths are back. We're back. I really enjoy it. It is so like the thing is I do a lot of I, I do a lot of audiovisual stuff. Uh, and it's really amazing that this thing just kind of allows me to work quicker. I have all my hue lights attached to it. And by the way, it, it happens like twice a week that someone's like, Brian, how do I set up my lights to turn green whenever I book an event? That is available now on my website at RyanSlinus.com. I will post the blog. Uh, it's ready. I've updated it. It's brand new. Um, fun stuff there. So what's the, what are the facts? Uh, our most popular time people listen to is 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, the time zone matters. Yeah, I think I central you. maybe. Central. Um, we've had 106,000 downloads. Wow. Six A figures. A lot of downloads. Uh, we let me see. Let me see what other stuff we got here. Our top episode has actually changed. Oh, our top episode is episode one hundred and four, Growing Pains. Interesting. Very interesting. And uh, the number two episode is setting the expectation with Kelly Williams. Oh, Kelly man. was Kelly was knocked down. Kelly she has got- been. Such an amazing episode just because there's so much great stuff in there. I actually – what we should do is we should probably listen to these old ones and maybe pull out some clips and listen to what horrible information we were giving at the time. That's what, <laughs> if we were better p- prepared and planned ahead, that's what we should have done for 150. Like all probably these great, great clips and whatnot, you know? Probably could have done that. We'll save that for our 500th episode. Uh, <laughs> I, I will say <laughs> – since it's 150 and we're reminiscing a little bit, I, I think that Kelly Williams episode, it was a huge turning point for this podcast. Um, if I remember correctly, going back to that time period, she was like, it was our uh, fifth episode, the fifth episode, but she yeah. was someone very highly respected um, with other elite boothers in the industry. You say that like she's no longer with us. I'm, I'm, I'm going back to that time. Okay. Follow me into that time period. Thank you. Uh, Thank so you. We, we were just some new podcast, right? And having her come on, uh, made everyone else want to come on and made people want to check out the show. So I think that was a real game changer for the podcast. And it was on top for a long time, years, I would say as yeah, number one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next we have 
episode six, developing vendor relationships with Taylor Martin. She is really, really, really held up. That one, that one has kind of been a staple in our podcast. It's a classic. It's crazy that those are the earlier episodes. Hmm. So like people that just find us now, they have to like keep scrolling all the way to the bottom to get to those and listen to those and they're still getting downloads. So that tells you people are going through the whole world decks. They really are. Uh, fifth top episode is episode 11. It's a Q&A, Ways to Book Slow Event Days. And the one after that, which kind of surprises me, is episode 102, which is the Photo Booth SEO episode with Reef. That was a fun <laughs> episode. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, SEO is always a hot topic. I'm curious what we talked about in the Growing Pains one. I might have to... Go back and look at that one. I, I really am interested as well. I might have to listen to that right after this. Go listen to Growing Pains, and then we'll talk about it on the next episode. Yeah, keep it at number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. We are listened to in how many countries? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty-four, thirty-five, 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 thirty-five,
pushed into the internet um, and these platforms are getting more and more powerful. The TikTok, the Instagram, these social media platforms, because that's where people spend their time. So that's where companies need to create content for. Uh, and speaking from my own experience, like with the podcast that I started, with this podcast, with all the stuff that we've been putting out there, it's a lot of work, man, to create clips, to make episodes, to edit them, to upload them. Um, if you have video uh, podcast as well, creating video clips for your profile. Like if you're a booth and you're listening, you want to grow your online presence on social media. It's a lot of work. So I definitely personally see that there's a much bigger need for that. I just wonder, like if I was an entrepreneur, would I want to get into videography and photography? Um, I, I don't know if you're going to become wealthy doing that. I think that's that's going to help the entrepreneurs that hire you make money, but it's still going to just be uh, like, like your normal skill. I don't agree with him that he said, he's saying that he's comparing it to engineering that, Oh, back in the day, engineering, you could build your own product and sell it. Um, I don't know if I agree that it's the same thing because you're going to be working for other entrepreneurs that are the ones selling the products. Like you, you're not selling your videos unless you create courses, but I think, I don't know if I fully agree with him. I'm curious what you think. I have one thing to say him that's that's <laughs> what i have to say so this is this is my opinion is first of all whenever i saw this i was like okay i'm with you like yes if you th that and uh, something that goes you know towards college there's a tiktok out there floating of gary v and he was like going to college is not roi positive most of the time whenever you go through college you're going to end up being in debt and you're going to stay there for quite some time. Now, that could be a whole separate rabbit hole episode that we can go down, but we're not going to do that at the moment. However, in the instances of doctors, nurses, and potentially engineers, that is the only exception to that particular rule. I barely finished paying student loans, and I was in a lot of debt for – my college. And there are a lot of people that will continue to be in debt for their college. The issue was, is I think back in the day, college was the way out. College was the way to get a very high paying job. At this point, I think it has to be pretty standard. So that's, that's the first part. The second part is people are told not to, I guess, pursue arts programs. So, you know, if you are uh, let's just say culturally, you are expected to, you know, go to school, become a doctor, get married, have kids, you know, have a practice, whatever. And you tell your parents, mom, dad, I'm going to be a painter. They would slap you upside your head because it's something that's particularly not perceived as something that can be uh, profitable, I guess. So there are certain instances where you can have, you know, someone on a trajectory to become a scientist and they're going to say, you know what, I'm not going to do that. I want to be a photographer. There are, there are certain cultures and societies that do not promote arts. I have, I'm very lucky that my family has very much supported me in the arts because that's always what I've done. So that is kind of one and two things. The other thing is he was like, well, well, I think you're a starving artist. Well, just because there's a lot of artists that do not go to college doesn't necessarily mean that they're not going to be successful. And I think that that's the frustration that I had with this is he is 
how do I put, <laughs> you know, it's really hard now because everything you have to be kind of like, so like politically correct, not even necessarily politically correct. Just like you could say one thing and then it just, someone can misconstrue it. That's happened uh in the last two episodes um someone a couple of someone's went off on me for the funeral episode i'm like really like this is absolutely insane to me yeah i think people are looking for reasons to be offended including you with this clip but go on (laughs) well uh, if maybe offensive rather um no i just have i just have an issue with it and i think that because you think that I don't have a near engineering degree, I'm a starving artist. You can, you can go yourself. You know, I love this button; it's so much fun. <laughs> well, I don't, know if, I don't know if that's exactly what he's saying. I think he's just comparing different time periods. I don't know if he's saying. Um, no, the- because this is a problem. Is is that you could have successfully created a product, taken pictures of it, done photos of it, and made a crap ton of money on Instagram. The problem is, is that he is not involved in day to day stuff like that. So I think that there's a little bit of a disconnect, and he doesn't necessarily understand, you know, what's going on here. Well, clearly things are trending in that direction, and I, I do agree with the point you made where. Like uh, I have friends that wanted to become photographers and like the family doesn't really view it as a lucrative career. And they kind of even a prestigious career. I can, if I would have become a doctor, my mother, my mother wouldn't shut up about it. But I always found that funny because there's gotta be like a hundred thousand photographers in the world that make a living. Like, it's not like, Oh my God, I'm going to be the first one. No, people people make a living being a photographer. Like, I don't know why it's so hard to believe Uh, for whatever reason it has that negative connotation to it. But in this day and age where you need photographers and videographers to sell online, like you absolutely need them. That narrative seems to be changing. Well, and that's the other issue here is I think that if ever you are going to start well, I guess let me take it back a bit. Trade schools ha- don't have the same prestige as, oh, my kid is going to Harvard or my kid is going to Yale. If someone says, you know, oh, my kid's going to be a mechanic, that that doesn't necessarily have the same connotation to it as, oh, this person's in med school. So the issue that I'm kind of getting to is here. If you have someone that wants to become a hairdresser, a nail tech, uh, uh, photographer, a mechanic, what have you, those people can go on and still create very successful businesses, potentially even be, you know, multimillionaires. You know, you can have one person that has a salon. She starts running out chairs. All of a sudden she's, you know, has, you know, one successful shop. She starts opening up one on another side of town. All of a sudden we've doubled our money. She's making, you know, three, four million a year. That is incredibly possible. And just because that person didn't go to college doesn't mean that they're stupid or never going to make any money. That's what I got out of Mr. Wonderful's thing, which he's not so Mr. Wonderful to me. Like, I can't stand him. I, I don't know. We're trying to read his mind. I feel like he, of all people, he as an entrepreneur should agree with you, right? If, if he sat down and spoke to you about what you just said, he'd probably agree with you, right? Because he believes that you don't need a degree to be an entrepreneur. You got to be like self-made. So I don't know if he was trying to say that, although I come across that way. Just kind of, it just rubbed me the really wrong way. But the issue that I think really it comes down to is, 
you, we, as photo booth people, if you think of yourself as a photo booth person, I don't think you're really going to make any money. If you think of yourself as a photo marketing person, yeah, you're going to make some serious coin. Well, that was going to be my next question to you is taking away the entrepreneur aspect, right? Isn't he, well, let me say it this way. If, if you're talking about just a photographer or a videographer that gets a degree and goes to do that as a job, it probably still not going to be something they can become wealthy with, right? It's the entrepreneur part that you're saying, Hey, you take pictures, you sell something. That's the part that really makes you wealthy. Sure. The skill of being a good photographer or a good videographer or good editing, editing videos, whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. On to the next video. Here we go. Nobody's buying my art and it's really stressful. Change the price tag to $500, 10 times higher. Why? It's been studied that when people can't figure out how to assess quality, they use price as a marker for quality. So by pricing it higher, I might make a sale. It's called the premium pricing strategy. It's not going to work for toilet paper, but for art and luxury goods, it actually creates the perception that the products have higher value. Ah, is that why people pay so much for designer goods like Supreme, Gucci, and Off-White? Yes, and in general, they'll use higher quality materials. But let's just say you are paying a Supreme markup for image and status. Thoughts? Well, I, I love that he caveated that it's only for luxury goods. I don't think that would work for many things, but for luxury stuff and like paint and art, things that are subjective. Yeah, I agree with that. That's another thing is I think that photo booth stuff can also be very subjective. Well, especially, what you're especially and how you're positioning it, right? Because well, if you're just a photo booth person that sets up and prints pictures, that's different. Yeah. Well, because you're not positioning yourself as, hey, I'm creating some sort of art. Exactly. So it's really the – you have to have that subjective element somewhere attached to what you're doing for that to be effective, I think. If you're just doing something that's like – even if you're just, hey, I'm just a photographer. I come to your wedding. I take pictures. This is my price. Um, you're not really positioning yourself as something more artistic. Uh, so you can't just charge more and have people book you. It wouldn't work. Watch me. <laughs> case study so, for the podcast right so the thing that i've kind of been doing here is 360 i think is still i think 360 almost like a teenager right now you know we're not in infancy it's almost to the point where people kind of know what's going on they've been to an event per, perhaps that has had one uh, I think that there are most definitely a wide range, a wide range of 360 people. Uh, I I think that things in its simplest form are a little better. Uh, whenever we do 360s, there there's not really. I hate the overlays. Oh my gosh, I hate the overlays. Oh my god, I said it. Like the the overlays on a 360 just make my heart cringe. Like the issue that I have here is whenever you're filming a 360, the whole point of it is you're trying to get a wide angle. And like, that's like the whole purpose of this. Why would you cut that to a square? Because it gives you something else to sell an overlay. Well, I mean, you can still do an overlay, but why don't you do an overlay in 16 by nine? I don't know. I know we're not supposed to talk about technical stuff, but this is something that it just stresses me out because of like, why would you take something so beautiful and then chop it in half? That makes no sense to me. This is the art element that we're talking about, right? So because you, you have that a gene, you're able to charge more. See? Sure. So the issue that I would like to, uh, I think, talk about on this one is 
I have always kind of positioned myself to, I mean, we're not just going to go, you know, do random photo booth stuff for you. We're always going to do something that's a little bit more artistic. And I've always joked and I've always said, you know, you're going to get what I give you and you're going to love it. Like, I really like to remove that from my client. Um, we did a couple of events recently and they just came out so beautiful because my client let me do what I wanted to do. <laughs> it's usually the way it works. Just give the keys to Ryan. So, th- I mean, listen, with Disney, that is absolutely true. Just let me, I am Facts. driving this bus from right now. Facts. Fun- funny, funny enough. So I took my team to Disney World a while back and uh, which I was like, okay, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this. And then we went to Harry Potter World, which is really Casey's forte. And I just let go. I relinquished command and Casey was like, we're going here, we're going here, we're going here, we're going here. How how did that feel? I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And I think that that goes to, you have to let people do what they do best and just back off. I think that if you trust in someone's knowledge and ability, just let them do whatever they want to do. And it's going to come out 10 times more amazing than you ever thought it would be, you know? Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think sometimes when you're in charge so much, you love – like sometimes I go, I go to my wife and I'm like – she's like, oh, what do you want to eat? I'm like, I don't care. Whatever you want to eat, just pick something. I don't yes. care. It's the less decisions I make, the better. Yes. Uh, that's always an interesting thing is whenever I have like attendance at events and I've always kind of say like, please – Try and figure out the problem yourself if you can. If it is something like beyond your control, then call me. I remember I had an attendant that used to work for me forever ago, and he would never call me. I mean ever. The event could be blowing up in his face and on fire, and I wouldn't find out about it until the event report. I'm like, why didn't you say anything? He's like, well, there's nothing you could do about it. And to some part of me, I I appreciated that because I have some attendants now that are like, hey, hey, Ryan, I'm going to the restroom. Hey, hey, Ryan, I just exited. Hey, 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 Ryan, uh, I left this in the trunk. I'm going to go get it. And like they're I'm I'm 2000 miles away. I don't need to know the play by play versus the opposite type of person that's like, oh, well, I'm only going to call you if I absolutely need it. Like everything is broken. It's not working. Um. But we kind of talked about that on a previous show where someone had an employee that didn't let them know that was an issue. So I guess if they wait too long, it can be a problem. But you you definitely want people that are more self-starters, problem solvers. They're not just bothering you for everything because um, they, they need to have some ownership over what they're doing. Yeah, I agree. Um, we had – so funny enough, we did Usher. And that was amazing and it was so much fun and, you know, whatever. And then I said on the podcast that the next two events just tanked. And I went through – it's really weird because like with COVID, you know, you're not working for, you know, 16 months or what have you. And you're doing little things here and there. And then you kind of go – you know, book some more events and then you realize, wait, how do I, how do I do this? I forgot how to do this. And you know, that's a little bumpy. And then we got into a groove for a little bit and then everything was just kind of like well oiled and what have you. And then I, I don't know if it's complacency or what, but we just had like events just like fumble a little bit. And I was like, what is going on here? And I think that if, you know, like, I, I guess it's like highs, highs and low lows. Uh, 
I did an event uh, with a client that booked a glam booth in Vegas. So did brought all the things and it was in a hospitality suite. We go into the hospital. Oh, wait, hold on. Story time. I forgot I had that little button. (laughs) Um, So, you know, we're doing this event at the Aria and we walk up, set up the glam booth and she's setting up. uh, There's literally a photo booth in front of, and she doesn't want to use it. And I'm like, wait, what? And it took me a while to figure out what she actually wanted. So I like just started taking the camera and I just started like shooting actual photos, like just like regular event photography photos. And like, they'd be in front of the photo booth staring at the photo booth, but she would say, Oh, look at Ryan and like have Ryan take it with that camera. And I really didn't understand like what, like the, the disconnect was. I I don't know if it is, and, and I'm struggling with this because I have people that are calling me that are saying like, I guess they're not understanding fully what the product is. And that's becoming a little frustrating. Someone asked me the other day, does the 360 photo booth print? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Like these sound effects are catching me off guard, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, I got a phone call. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm. I'm not that surprised. Hello. Nope. Who's that? No, I'm just kidding. It's just uh, my little. Oh. <laughs> I think um, I don't know if I. Bl- I'm not that surprised with customers because there are a lot of ignorant customers out there, and it's not their job to know our stuff. But yeah, it's not. You, you're right. Well, and the problem is, the problem is, and I I always think to myself and be like, what am I doing wrong here? Like I had a client call me and she goes, I'm going to ask a whole bunch of stupid questions. Okay, thank you for telling me. She goes. So does a 360 photo booth print? And I'm like, you cannot print a video. No, I go. Well, it. Well, if th- this was a planner, she goes. If the, if the client wants it to print, can it? I'm like, okay. If I have, you know, a phone that is running SnapPic to do the video, I guess I could add a still photo on top of it and throw in a printer. Sure, fine. The 360 can print. I mean, w- why not? Sure. So that was that. And then, so she goes, so then the glam booth, does the glam booth print? And I'm like, well, if you want to add it, then yeah. Well, does it do green screen? Well, technically with the glam booth, and if I'm using SnapPick, I could do the greenless green screen with the AI background removal. So yeah, sure. It can do a green screen. Like it's so, like everything we do is just so it's just a matter of like problem solving, like, Oh, well, how can we figure out how this works based off of what the client wants? But it's not exactly going in a random like package or what have you. It's just so confusing lately. Well, it's also tricky because like, Oh, can the video, can a 360 with print? And you're like, yeah, I could print a still out of it, whatever. What if they're expecting some kind of something else? Like those kind of things present potential communication gaps. Cause now the planner is asking you, can a print? You're saying, yeah, I could make something happen. You don't know what they're going to go back to their client with, and you don't know what's in the client's head of what they're expecting. Well, so, and that's um, happened a million times and exactly. where the client is told one thing, I'm not told. I, I, we did that one event in Austin, and 
granted this was a last minute thing uh this was a high-end client we were doing you know regular event photos and then they hand me a, a paper with you know uh a, a lighting setup and hey this is what we we need two people to do a headshot and they handed us really specific instructions like they there needs to be a key light a backlight a hair light a white background you know this person is in this position like it was really specific and i was like we can't just pop out a photo like this is the, this is a whole like photo studio on its own and we're like, oh, it's going to be $1,200 for us to do this headshot. They paid $1,200 for one person to do a photo. I mean, it was just insane to me. But it's problems like that whenever – typically whenever we work with like DMCs, I'll try and get as much information out. But you have a lot of people with the personality, oh, they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. And I have a couple people on my staff that do not operate like that. I operate like that. People that work for me do not operate like that. So while I'm the one that's going to be like, oh, yeah, sure, like, oh, we'll do this, whatever, make it work, there's other people that just it's not in their personality to do that. So they're putting it in a bad spot, right? So it goes back Potent- to having- Potent- Potentially, yeah. Right, so it goes back to having clear communication, and I think we've talked about this like ad nauseum in other shows, so uh, it shouldn't be a surprise that you want to have that be clear because then you, you put yourself in positions where – a lot of unforeseen things can happen. Uh, and I, I don't know about you, but I don't like unforeseen things. I love unforeseen things. At Disney, like whenever you magically get on Web Slingers. <laughs> it's a lot of Disney talking. What was that fairy sound? Put that fairy sound back on. Remind me of Disney. There you go. Tinkerbell. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs>